Hey, hey, how's it going, everyone? Good morning, good morning. Hope everybody is doing fantastic. I know it takes a couple of seconds for the notification to go out, but let me know in the comments. You can see me and hear me okay, and all that stuff is good. And I'll give it a couple of couple of uh, seconds for you folks to start tuning in. And hopefully the notification is going out. But hope everybody's doing fantastic. I know uh, it's, uh, you know, this week, next week, probably a lot of you have taken some time off and uh, you're enjoying time see me and hear me uh you're enjoying time with friends and family and your loved ones and all that stuff uh, which is fantastic and hope all of you are taking advantage of this time to you know reflect on the year i know it's been a crazy year for a lot of us right with this whole pandemic situation a lot of people have unfortunately been affected uh but that being said i hope uh, you know those of you watching have also taken the opportunity to uh, to again reflect on things and and see how how so many things will kind of uh, ha have changed for us, right, in, in our lives. So uh, I hope that being said, all of you are doing great and you're well and you're safe. Uh, I see some comments coming through. We got Kalpesh. Kalpesh, always good to see you here. Thanks for tuning in. We got Nitin Kumar. Merry Christmas. Hey, thanks so much, Nitin Kumar. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you as well if you're celebrating. And, and by the way, for those of you celebrating Christmas, Merry Christmas. And uh, yeah, season's greetings. Happy New Year to everyone. And uh, good to see you here, Nitin Kumar. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we got Sonu in the house who says hi. Nice to see you here, Sonu. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, so today's topic, folks, what I'm, what I'm going to be speaking about is is this whole issue with uh, being overqualified, right? It's a common frustration I hear from so many job seekers in terms of this is something, especially people at the intermediate level, all the way up to the senior level, even senior executives, obviously, experience hearing this at some point, right? They're like, Dean, I keep getting told I'm overqualified right like what do i do about this so i'm gonna get into that topic today we'll get into it probably around 1101 i'm just gonna give it a couple of uh, you know minute or two for people to start tuning in because i know the notification takes some time uh, to go out so some more uh shout outs here we got asma in the house asma uh, good to see you here thanks for tuning in we got amulia says merry christmas and happy new year 2021 thanks so much amulia um merry christmas and happy new year to you as well and uh hey let me know in the comments by the way before i get into today's today's uh, topic folks how many of you are experiencing this? Like, have you experienced this whole phenomenon of, you know, being called in for an interview or, or even before the interview, maybe you're, you're just having the phone conversation, the pre-screening and you're getting told, hey, uh, you know, we like you and, you know, you have a great profile, you have a great background, blah, 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 blah. But we feel that you're, you're overqualified for the position. Let me know of your experiences in the comments, right? It's up to you folks to keep me keep me posted on what's happening out there on the front lines, right? Because those of you tuning in are mostly job seekers or, or even whether you're active or passive job seeker. I want to know what's what's going on out there because that, that helps me stay current as well. So let me know in the comments, folks, if you're comfortable, you know, letting us know and you want, you're, you're okay with talking about it. Let us know, like, are you experiencing this? And, and at which point of the interview process are you being told this? Uh, so you, you want to share that with everyone, feel free to put that in the comments. And also any questions you have about this whole topic of, of being told that you're overqualified, uh, feel free to put in the comments. All right, so let's get this started, right? So so uh, I think that's that's pretty much it. And, and and feel free to keep on, keep the comments coming, you know, keep introducing yourself in the comments, folks. Great networking opportunity for you, those of you to, who are tuning in to connect with each other, right? Build your networks, build your networks. Now's a good place to start. So for those of you tuning in for the first time, you're new to my network or, or uh, this is your first time you want to check out what this guy Dean has to say, uh, welcome and thanks for tuning in. And for those of you, again, who don't know me, who are tuning in for the first time, my name is Dean Kulawira. 
my experience com comes from uh, working in IT recruitment. So I've been I've been uh, working in IT recruitment previously for about eight plus years. And uh, that's the basis of my knowledge and what I share in terms of my job search tips. And I've mostly been working the staffing agency side of things. And that's given me the ability to work and uh, recruit for so many different types of organizations, ranging from startups all the way to large size, you know, huge multinational organizations as well. And working on a variety of different positions, recruiting on a variety of different positions within IT. So the technical roles, the non-technical roles, everything in between. And this has allowed me to have such a great broad perspective on recruitment, right? Because I, I got to recruit on so many different types of organizations and so many different types of uh, positions and roles. So everything I'm sharing with you folks is based on my experiences on the front lines as a recruiter. I've been posting on LinkedIn act actively since 2016. And uh, more recently, this uh, you know, so, uh, since the co past couple of months, I've gotten into job search coaching, which is my my focus at the moment. But uh, all everything I'm sharing you sharing with you is based on real world, practical, pragmatic stuff that occurs in recruitment cycle. So that's what I'm going to be sharing with, uh, with you today. All right, and, and and also every Wednesday, feel free to mark your calendar. Every Wednesday, I go live right here uh, and uh, talk about various job search topics. And and you're most welcome, all of you folks who are job seekers, to put your uh, you know any questions comments your experiences feel free to share those in the comments i'm happy to answer those questions live all right so again mark your calendars every wednesday 11 a.m eastern time zone i go live right here and uh, also shout out to everyone here on linkedin shout out to everyone on facebook on youtube on periscope tuning in uh always great to uh, to have all of you with me and, and help help you all out in your in your job search. so i do see some questions and comments uh coming in here we got Sona introducing herself. Sona says, I have five years of experience as a web developer and finding job in IT. Awesome. Uh, Culpage did a master of arts and MCA, 11 years of experience in IT. Awesome. We got Kostov. Kostov from Vaughn. Good to see you here, Kostov. Thanks for joining me. Working as a talent acquisition specialist. Awesome. Awesome. Love having my fellow talent acquisition people in the house. Uh, Kalpesh, uh, still company asks why you switch. Uh, okay. So we'll get to the question shortly, Kalpesh, but thanks for your question. Uh, I think, uh, uh, so I have nine plus in it. Uh, but I'm here trying to get a job either day. So Joman brought up a great inquiry, right? So Joman, first of all, shout out to Joman. Thanks for tuning in and, and for sharing your story, right? So Joman says, yes, I think mine is like, so I have nine plus years of experience back in my home country and I'm a postgraduate, but here I'm trying to get into a job. Either they say don't have Canadian experience and for entry level seems like overqualified. Okay, okay, got it. Uh, same thing with, uh, uh, and, and forgive me um, if I pronounce your name incorrectly, it's it's Ellie, is it Ellie or Eli? Uh, let me know in the comments uh, how I would pronounce that, but my apologies if I pronounce, pronounce it incorrectly. I think it's Ellie, but Ellie, thanks so much for tuning in. So Ellie, Ellie says, I have a P engineering with 10 years of experience in structural designing, but whenever I apply for EIT or drafter, I cannot get interviewed. Not sure if it's the reason or not. All right. So folks, yeah. So Ellie, thanks for tuning in. And folks, keep putting putting the comments and your questions in the comments. I'm, I'm happy to get to those in the Q&A part. So let's get into today's topic, right? So what is this whole thing with, with when companies say that you're overqualified? Like, what are they actually saying? Why is this happening? And and here's the here's the deal, folks. All right. And by the way, I always say this in all in all my sessions, but you definitely want to be taking notes because I'm going to be sharing with you even like a, a kind of a word track you can use or a script you can use when you're facing this objection. So be prepared to take notes. Any questions you have, feel free to put in the in the comments. All right. I'm going to get to the questions. Uh, later on when we get to the q a part of the, uh, the the today's session all right so the first thing in, re in regards to this whole unqualified objection now when i say objection i'm using the term objection as as we use it in recruitment and as we use it in uh, in sales right 
objecting in the sense of the reason why or why not an organization a company an individual does not want to proceed with a with making a certain decision or purchasing a product service or solution right that's the definition of, of objection when i refer to objection that's what i'm talking about here right so the reason why in in the in the context of recruitment in the context of the job search right now what we're talking about is uh, the reason why an organization does not want to proceed with you in regards to a specific position that's the definition we're going to go by when i'm talking about objection all right so this is a very common objection right and, uh, that organizations provide is they say hey we like you you have great experience you have a strong profile you have a strong background but we feel that you're too overqualified qualified for the position and therefore we can't consider you for the position right now most of you and now you might be hearing this at, at various parts of the process right so that's point number one is which part of the interview process are you facing this objection? That's the first thing you need to take note of, because that could make a difference in terms of how serious they are about this objection. Now, if you're hearing this at the very early stages, like maybe on the initial phone call or the pre-screening, it could very well be a pretty valid uh, concern for them, right? Like the concern might actually be that they feel that you're overqualified. But even so, that's not the actual reason, right? Now, maybe you're hearing this objection later on in the process. You're, you're at the interview stage. Uh, you're at the point where they're actually, you know, you're having the one-on-one -on -one interview. Or, well, right now it's video interviews or maybe it's a phone interview with the decision maker, the hiring manager or someone on the team. And you're hearing the obje this objection at that point, right? Hey, we like you. We like your background, uh, but we feel you're all qualified. Now, these, these two scenarios, right? The pre-screening stage, the application stage versus the, the actual interview stage the the underlying concern is pretty much the same the difference is uh the degree to which they're interested in learning more about you and, and seeing if, if you can alleviate the actual concern now which brings me to uh you know point number two right what is the real concern now you definitely want to take notes on this folks the real concern is not that you're overqualified okay if you're taking notes you want to write that down when the company or the organization or the recruiter the hiring manager when they say we feel you're overqualified. The fact that you're overqualified is not the real concern. It is not the real concern, folks. All right. The problem is not that you know too much or you're too qualified. You have too many, uh, you know, certifications. You you have too much knowledge. You've done too many uh, certain types of projects. You know too many programming languages. You know too many tools. You know too many technologies. That is not the problem. Okay, so if you're taking notes, first and foremost, I want you to write down, right? And, and I want you to write this down because I want you to remember this whenever you're hearing this objection of you're overqualified. You need to remind yourself, yeah, I, I, you need to remind yourself of this session with Dean, right? You're like, oh, yeah, Dean said that is not the real objection. So I want you to write that down. Being overqualified is not the actual con uh, objection. It's not the real concern. That's that's tip number two. And, and this is important for you to take note of because you need to make this mental transition in not taking some of these objections at face value. Not everything people say, folks, is the actual reason why they don't want to proceed with you. Always remember that. Now, there might be so many different, and you know, just to kind of sidestep this just a little bit, for any objection for that matter, when you hear it, when you when you listen to it, when you hear it, well, you know, after the interview and all that stuff, do not assume well, what they're telling you is the actual real reason. Do not take it at face value. Now, this does not mean that they're trying to hide something or they're being, uh, you know, they're being secretive. They don't want to tell you the, what the real deal is. No, that's not the issue. The issue is the actual reason might be something they just don't want to confront you with. All right. So, again, point number two is do not assume that that the overqualified thing is the actual actual objection. The problem is not the fact that you are overqualified. The problem is not that you're overqualified. Make sure you're writing this down, folks. The, 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 the actual concern is not that you're, you're uh, you know, you're, you know too much or you have too many certifications or you're too educated or you have too much uh, 
uh, you know, too much knowledge or anything of that sort. That is not the real concern. Do not take objections at face value. Now, what is the actual concern here? What is the real reason why organizations are saying, hey, you're overqualified uh, and we don't want to move ahead with you, right? So let me let me just get a few comments here. Uh, so Ellie says, yes, it is Ellie. Awesome. Uh, good to hear that, Ellie. Thanks for clarifying that. We got Elham in the house. Elham, nice to see you here. Good to see you here as always. We got Sumit. Hey, Sumit. Nice to find you to tune in. And Asma says, I hear overqualified as you deserve more salary than we can. Yeah, so that could be one of the aspects, Asma, right? Uh, definitely for sure. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for sharing that. Definitely a good point. So what is the real co- real concern, folks? The real concern is actually not the fact that you're overqualified, not the fact that you have too many skills or not the fact that you have too much knowledge or experience. The actual concern that the hiring team has, that the, the actual concern the organization has is that uh, is their concern is that you're you're simply not going to stick around, <laughs> right? And maybe you guys, you folks were expecting something big and dramatic and stuff like that, but it's so simple. The actual concern is their concern is that you're not going to stick around, right? Because they feel that you have the kind of knowledge and experience that could attract the attention of maybe more and more senior positions. And their concern is that you simply want to join the company or the organization so that you can use it as a stepping stone, you know, and whatever your situation is or something that you can use temporarily and you're going to continue your job search and you're going to find something that's more in line with your years of experience. That is the actual concern, folks. All right. So if you're taking notes, I hope you wrote that down. The real concern is not the fact that you know too much. You have too much experience. You have too much knowledge. You have too many certifications or qualifications. That is not the actual concern. The unspoken concern, okay, that every hiring manager has when they're sitting across from you, okay, when you hear this over, overqualified objection, I want you to imagine that what they're really thinking is, hey, our concern is, you know, this person, they have great experience, they have great background, they have the exact knowledge that we're looking for, but our concern is they're not going to stick around. They're going to leave us, right? They're going to get their experience or they're going to use us as a stepping stone or they're going to, you know, uh, they're using us as kind of a temporary kind of a, a, a position that they need so they can put food on their table and pay the bills and all that stuff. And soon as a, another more senior position comes around, they're going to leave us, right? So why is this a concern from the company? Because from the company's standpoint, especially if this is a full-time permanent position, folks, this is a long-term investment, potentially a long-term investment that or the organization is looking at, right? Because now, of course, no company out there is going to expect you to join, uh, especially now in, in today's day and age. I mean, the, the day and age of, of people staying with companies for 15, 20, 30, 40 years. I mean, that's that's like, you know, long gone, right? Nobody's nobody's expecting that. But when a company is looking to set aside, you know, budget and invest that money into someone, right, especially if it's a full time permanent position, they expect that person to stick around at least for, you know, until they get their ROI or until they they get their their return on on whatever they're looking for, you know, with you being involved in the project. And if they can't see that happening before before you jumping onto something that's more in line with your experience, then that's that's going to be their struggle in, in, in determining whether or not they want to move ahead with you. Right. That is, so that is the concern. They're like, OK, we're going to invest this money into this individual. Right. Especially, especially if it's a full time role. And, and they're, they, they're trying to make sense of, hey, we're going to we're going to make this investment in this individual. We're going to bring them on. Are they going to stick around? Are they going to stay for the duration of at least at least for a couple of years, even for a year, even for two years or three years, whatever a realistic expectation is nowadays. Right. I think nowadays, you know, to, for, for someone to stay stay in a position for two, three years is pretty reasonable. And that's what their expectation might be. But the fact is, because you have so much so much great experience you know advanced level knowledge advanced level experience or senior level of knowledge or experience or experience that is well above the requirements for the role the concern is should we invest in this individual to come on board 
because chances are it, it seems like they might they might just up and leave when when something more in line with their years of experience comes along right so that is the actual concern folks right so the fact is not that you know too much or that you have too much experience that is not the the core issue the core issue is uh, you know if they were to invest in you right and bring you onto the team or bring you onto the organization are you going to stick around at least for a realistic time period right maybe a year maybe two years three years so the real concern is are you using them as a stepping stone are you kind of using them as something temporary where you can you, you can get in and work get your experience or or you know pay your bills and all that stuff before something better comes along better as in something more in line with your years of experience so for example if you're a senior level person you're you're interviewing for this intermediate level role the concern is hey look they got senior level experience they're gonna they're gonna you know join us uh they're gonna you know work for us for a bit <clears throat> they're gonna use us as a stepping stone or until something gets something better comes along and soon as a senior level position comes along they're gonna be gone right and our investment is not gonna be you know we're not gonna see the roi from our investment because uh, especially if you're like a you know really talented person they're, they're not expecting you to say stay beyond a couple of months maybe folks right even given the current situation in the current environment so uh so at your end folks this is the actual concern right this is the actual concern that that the organization and the hiring manager is really looking at is are we going to be able to get our roi on this individual before they they decide to move on to something else and move on to something better right because if they don't see you sticking around for for you know the duration of the project or at least until they get a uh, realistic or or uh, or worth well worth ROI then then that's going to be a concern for them and that's why they're going to tell you hey you're overqualified we can't consider you for the position and because of that you know uh, they're not going to move ahead with you so that's the real concern now point which brings me to point number 3 knowing this information knowing that this is the real concern what can you do to to counter this what can you do to address this Well the fact is what you got to show is why this this opportunity at this company makes sense for you from a career standpoint right now if you're going to say yeah I just need a job or yeah you know I'm new to the country I'll take anything I get no that's that's not the right that's not the answer they're looking for folks all right you got to explain why this this position at this company makes sense for you from a career standpoint why this this position if you were to go go ahead and move ahead with this position and with this opportunity it makes sense for you from a career standpoint that's how you're going to convince them as to why they should still consider you for the position because they know you have motivations other than simply getting in uh getting getting your experience and then moving on right so you got to show how 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 this position at this company makes sense for you from a career standpoint and not just from a short term perspective but ideally you want to explain why from a long term perspective all right so this is something you got to you have to communicate to the hiring team when you when you discuss when, when they when you come across this overqualified objection because what the real concern is that they're not going to get their ROI or you're going to leave as soon as something else comes up that's more in line with your years of experience. So you got to be able to communicate why this position at this company despite the fact that it is a junior more junior to your years of experience why it still makes sense for you from a career standpoint. And that's going to reassure the organization as to why it's not just you simply trying to get some experience or simply getting a job or simply uh, you know using the company as a stepping stone. But the fact that the fact is you're going to be able to convince them as to why this is an actual good career decision for you. So if you're not communicating that if that's not clear, that's when this whole overqualified things becomes kind of an excuse or an objection and and why they're going to tell you that's the reason why they don't want to move ahead with you. All right, so hope that hope that uh, makes sense for all of you. And if you have any questions about this, feel free to put in the, in the comments. I'm going to get into the Q&A part shortly. Now, how can you actually say this, right? If if you were faced with this objection, 
right? So, so in terms of you know you're 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 in the interview process and they and they say, hey, you know, we like you, you have great experience, and all that stuff, but we feel that you're overqualified. How can you respond to this using this 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 whole concept that I just spoke about? Well, you gotta bring the objection out to the front, right? So you might say, hey, Dean, I I totally understand that. I understand that you you know you have, I, I do have a lot of experience. I'm overqualified. I have so much experience, and from what I understand, Dean, I I, I would imagine that your real concern is. Hey, am I even going to stick around, right? Am I going to stick around for the duration of this project, or are you going to be able to get the kind of ROI you're looking for in an ideal candidate in this position? Uh, and I totally understand if that's the concern, Dean. But I wanted to let you know, and I wanted to assure you that not only, you know, this is not just uh, some position I'm just looking to join and some company I'm looking to join. I uh, this position, the reason why this position is so appealing to me is because of reasons X, Y, Z. You got to list out the reasons, right? And, and maybe some reasons might be uh, so. The reason why this this position and this company is really appealing to me from a career standpoint is because you're in the uh, the construction industry, and this is an industry that that I you know I'm if you if, uh, you know just as we've discussed my previous experience, I've had a lot of experience in the construction industry, and while this role might be a little bit junior, I feel this will help me further enhance and build up my portfolio of work in the construction industry. And given the fact that you're doing some very unique projects, which I don't have previous experience with. This is really going to help me enhance my profile as well, and and you know completing these projects or these kind of projects uh, will definitely help me from a from a long term career standpoint as well. So that is uh, one of the major reasons why I'm considering this position, uh, Dean. Uh, and that being said, you know, uh, does that does that make sense for you in terms of considering me as a candidate for the position, given the fact that you know there I, I do have real reasons as to why I'm considering this position. So anyway, I kind of kind of uh, you know. Pull that out off the top of my head, folks. But that's how you got to be explaining why, uh, explaining your motivation as to why you want to move ahead with the position. It can't be just about the salary. Can't be just about getting a job. Uh, you have to explain your motivations aside from that. You got to explain why this position at their company makes sense for you from a career standpoint, from a short term as well as, as well as a long term career standpoint, so that they're assured that you're not just you know going to be sticking around just to get your. You're not just going to be joining until something better comes along. You have to communicate what other, you know, what what those other angles are. Like, what interests you about the position? Why this company? Why this organization? Why this position? If you're not communicating that, they're gonna have that those doubts about you, right? And they're gonna think this whole overqualified thing is gonna be, become an issue. So, uh, kind of gave you a quick example there, and this is how you need to be dealing with it, right? And so again, to kind of review what this what what I talked about in this session is, if you're facing this overqualified objection. Number one, the fact that you're overqualified is not the real issue. The real issue is not that you know too much or you have too much work experience or none of that. That's not the real issue. The real issue is longevity. Are you going to stay for the duration of the project? Are you going to stay until the company gets their ROI from investing in you and bringing you onto this project, or are you going to leave soon as something more in line with your years of experience comes along? That is the actual concern. So going into point number three, how you address this is you got to show the company, the organization, why this position and why this. Uh, their organization makes sense for you in terms of moving ahead with this position. Why it makes sense for you from a career standpoint, uh, which alleviates their concern as to you know whether you're just using them to 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 as a place to work until something better comes along. Now, obviously, none of these things are are uh, you know are guaranteed, folks. I mean, no company, no organization is is going to expect you to stick around for you know 10, 15 years or something like that. But this is the actual concern. The concern is: Are we going to get our ROI? Are we just going to, you know, bring this person on, you know, pay them a salary for a couple of months or whatnot, and they're going to leave for something more in line with their years of experience? So you got to show them. You got to communicate to them 
why this position at their company, you know, for this organization, whether it's because of the project, because of the industry they're in, because of the tools they're working on, whether it's the technology or what you're going to be doing or the responsibilities, whatever it is, you got to communicate why all of these factors uh, contribute to, to, to why you feel this is a great opportunity for you. And that will help alleviate this concern, the actual concern that the company is having when they say, yeah, we feel that you're overqualified. So look, I hope this information helped you. Let me know if you have any questions or uh, you know c- uh, comments or, or feedback about this in the comments. Feel free to let me know. And I'm happy to get into the, the question shortly. But hopefully this information helped you and it made sense. So moving forward, folks, always understand. Always remember, when you're being told you're overqualified, the problem is not that you know too much or you have too much work experience. The problem is, and the concern from the organization standpoint is, are they going to stick around or are they just going to get a job or are they just going to, you know, get their experience and they're going to continue job searching and something, you know, more senior comes along, more in line with their experience and they're going to up and leave before we get our ROI or before the the end of the project or before this work gets done uh, where we can kind of, you know, reap the benefits of, of investing in this individual. That is the actual concern. Uh, going into the final point, what you got to do is you got to assure the company, you got to show the company why this is not just simply, uh, uh, you know, you just trying to get a job. You got to tell and you got to explain why this opportunity at their organization, in their industry, right? Why this is a good decision for you from a career standpoint, right? And not just a short term, but a long term standpoint. And this will help alleviate these concerns. So you need to be communicating this throughout the interview discussion. All right. Especially if you've been called in for an interview, it means that they already knew up front you had a senior level of experience, but your experience was still compelling enough that they wanted to call you in and see what you're about. So throughout the interview discussion, you need to be conveying to them why you feel this opportunity is a great opportunity for you. Right. Not just for them, not just the fact that you have great experience that you bring to the table, but you have to communicate how, how this position and this opportunity is, is handed, goes hand in hand with your motivations and, and your career goals, your career aspirations. If that's not being communicated, that's when you're going to come across this whole, we feel you're overqualified and, you know, thanks for your time. You're a great candidate. You're a great experience, but we feel you're too overqualified for the position. So when you hear you're too overqualified, what's actually happening is you have not addressed this underlying concern, which is, hey, are you going to stick around until the duration of this project? Or are you going to stick around until we get our ROI on this? Or are you going to, you know, join us, keep looking, and then leave soon as something more in line with your years of experience comes along, all right? So that's the actual concern, folks. So so remember this. Hope you are taking notes and make sure you address this uh, during the course of your job search if you are faced with this whole objection of, of uh, you know, are you, uh, of you being overqualified, all right? So I'm going to get into the question shortly and just want to give everyone, a, a, you know, if you found this session helpful, make sure you like and share folks uh you know this information i'm, I'm sure would be helpful for, for a lot of people especially right now in their job search make sure you like you comment you share always always happy for, happy to you know get any likes and shares and uh, also just a heads up uh again mark your calendars every wednesday even next week folks uh holiday season or not dean's gonna be here right here wednesdays 11 a.m eastern time zone i'm gonna stick to my schedule i'm gonna be here wednesday 11 a.m eastern time zone i'm gonna be doing live streams like this so mark your calendar and make sure you check me out wednesdays 11 a.m eastern time zone i talk about different job search topics every week and uh, also just a heads up i do have a ton of free resources on my on my website uh, one of my most popular recent pdfs is actually i i created a pdf which contains a free sample script on how to run recruiters through your resume so if you have not grabbed a copy of that, it's on my website. It's www.dkglobaltalent.com. 
I basically lay out how you need to be running recruiters through your resume, right? When you're talking to recruiters on the phone, or even if it's a video video interview, the way you need to be running recruiters through your resume is very different from how you would run a technical person or a hiring manager or someone who has worked in your field because recruiters do not have the in-depth knowledge that that you folks have, right? So you got to be running recruiters through your resume in a very logical, very easy to follow manner which I map out in my free PDF and it has a free sample script as well. So make sure you download that. It's on my website, www.dkglobaltalent.com. Also a heads up before I get into the Q and A, for those of you who want to get my weekly newsletter, I, I do a weekly news, uh, weekly newsletter every Monday, 7.30 AM. I release a job search strategy, um, you know, advice or tip or, or whatnot every Monday, 7.30 AM. So if you want to sign up for my newsletter, it's also on my website, www.dkglobaltalent.com forward slash newsletter. Uh, I also keep you informed about my live streams when I go live and special guest interviews and speaking events and all that stuff. So, so you're continually uh, being being uh, you know given value uh, over the course of your job search, right? And also, just a quick announcement: if you sign up for my newsletter, you'll also get the heads up on my new on-demand program, which is going to be released in January. And I'm I'm going to be teaching. Uh, so it's going to be pre-recorded videos. I'm going to be teaching my step-by-step five-point process. I call it my five-point process for applying to jobs online, right? A lot of you are, are, are experiencing the frustration of applying for jobs online, not getting responses from hiring managers, from recruiters, from organizations, right? So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, creating this program, which is the, the exact process I teach my one-on-one coaching clients. And I know not everyone can afford the one-on-one coaching with me, right? So I've created this on-demand program. It's gonna be very affordable, extremely important, like, like crazy, stupid affordable. And I'm going to be releasing that in January. So if you sign up for my newsletter, when I release it, I'm going to give first dibs to my my email subscribers who are going to get special special pricing on this. So make sure you subscribe to get that. And again, I'm going to be teaching you how to get how to apply online the correct way, right? Beyond simply applying online, like some additional steps you need to be doing that's going to get the attention of hiring or increase the your chances of getting the attention and responses from hiring teams, from recruiters, decision makers, all these individuals. So it's going to be a fantastic program. Make sure you sign up for my new newsletter. It's going to be released in January. And I'm so excited about it because it's going to be so affordable. And I know it's going to help so many people apply to jobs the right way. All right. So uh, so feel free to uh, sign up for my newsletter to uh, stay tuned on that. All right. So let's get into the questions, right? Any questions everyone has, uh, put it in the comments. I'm going to get, get around to the questions right now uh, before I end the session. So let's see here. Okay. So Kalpesh had a question, right? Kalpesh says, companies ask why you have switched your career so great question great question Kalpesh right so I guess uh, so Kalpesh I'm not sure if this is a statement or a question but I'm gonna assume you're asking why companies are asking why you switched your career so the reason for this Kalpesh comes down to pretty much very similar to what I covered in today's session right the company wants to know if they're gonna invest in you if it's gonna be a good long good a good either you know depending on whether it's a contract or, or a full-time permanent opportunity or a long-term contract they're going to want to uh, uh, make sense of whether it makes sense for them to invest in you so they can get their return right look folks organizations are not not paying you a salary and a rate just for the hell of it like they don't do it for fun there there is an expectation there is an exchange that takes place they give you a salary they give you a rate they expect some certain roi in exchange in, in, in return right now, many companies out there, they're going to sugarcoat this. They're going to say, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, we look for uh, this. We're like a family and blah, 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 all this stuff. Folks, I guarantee if you weren't producing, if you weren't getting the results they want, if you weren't getting the return on investment they were they were achieving, uh, that, that they were expecting from you, uh, the whole family thing is not going to even matter. All right. Let, let's just keep it real. I'm just keeping it real here. All right. So I'm not I don't sugarcoat stuff. I'm not doing fluffy, duffy stuff. 
that is the reality of it, right? So, so always remember, folks, they're expecting some kind of a return on investment, right? So anyway, Kalpesh, going back to your question, the reason why they're asking why you switch careers is they want to make sure that if you're switching careers into this different field, and if they were to hire you for the position, that this is not just some random decision you made. They want to know what your motivation was, what your reasoning was for switching the careers. So they, the organization, can make a confident decision that, yeah, we're going to invest in Kalpesh, we're going to bring him here. And it sounds like he has the right motivations for wanting to switch careers. It sounds like uh, this is a definite, logical, you know, 100% confirmed decision that he's making. And he's going to stay with us until we can get our ROI and, and we get the return on investment from, from hiring him. So that's the real concern, Kalpesh, right? So, so again, folks, this is another example, right? Do not take any anything that companies and organizations say. Don't take everything at face value. Whenever you're being asked, and by the way, this is something I advise to my uh, my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients and then the group coaching clients that I speak to as well. Whenever you are being asked an interview question, right, whether it's at an whether it's at the pre-screening, the interview stage, the video interview, whatever it is, whatever question you're being asked, do not just take the question at face value. Now, this is easier easier said than done, but within split seconds, within a few seconds, you have to be able to figure out what is the actual reason they're asking this question. What is the underlying concern here? Why are they really asking me this question? All right. So that's something I want all of you to keep keep in mind when you're as you're going about your your job search process. Right. You're having interviews. You're going through pre-screenings. You're getting asked these certain questions. Always, always. Right. And, and again, this takes practice. This takes uh, you know uh, you, you decide you have to start doing this in order to get better at this. But within a couple of seconds of them asking the question, you need to be able to de determine, hey, what what is the actual underlying concern here? What is the underlying question that they're 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 really trying to find out? Right. A perfect example of that is, of course, uh, just like Kalpesh is saying, when they ask you why you switched your career, that's the actual concern. Like, is this career switch like something permanent? Is this like a random thing you're trying out? That's the that's the actual concern when they're asking why you switched their career because they want to know if they're going to invest in you, if they're, you're going to stick around, or you're going to switch careers again. Right? So that's why you need to be communicating, Kalpesh. And same thing goes for today's topic, right? Same thing. The actual concern is not the fact that you're overqualified. The actual concern is that, you know, are you going to stick around for the duration of the project? Or are you going to leave for something more senior, more in line with your years of experience? So great, great comment and question there, Kalpesh. Hope that helps. Uh, Joman says, yes, I, uh, oh yeah, Joman, I think we already went over uh, that comment. Uh, so let's see more, more questions here. Uh, so Sumit says, interesting, what you are saying makes sense. Are you going to stick around? Yeah, absolutely, Sumit, right? That is the underlying concern, folks. Okay, so when you're being told you're overqualified, the, the, their problem is not the fact that you know too much or or you're too qualified or you, you have too many certifications or you're too educated, you have done too many great, awesome projects. That's not the concern. That's not the issue. The issue is just like Sumit has, uh, has paraphrased here is, are you going to stick around or are you just going to join so you can you, you can have a job? And then you're going to keep job searching so you can find something that's more in line with your years of experience, right? So a quick example, right? Let's say I'm a I'm a uh, I'm a senior software developer, right? I'm I'm applying for a uh, I'm interviewing for an intermediate developer position. The concern the company has is not the fact that I'm a senior developer or that I have so much great experience and so much knowledge. That's not the real concern. The real concern is, hey, is this dude going to stick around, or is he going to join us? You know, work for us, get his salary and stuff like that. And then he's going to keep looking for, for for senior positions that are in line with his years of experience. That's going to be the real concern. And then is he going to leave us as soon as he finds something that's 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 at a senior level? That's the real concern, folks. So you got to address that, right? You got to show them why this company, even this position, is intermediate, even though it's a junior, maybe a more junior level position. 
why this uh, you still have a strong motivation for joining this position why it still makes sense for you from a career standpoint right so yeah uh, great paraphrase there summit that you pretty much hit it right on the knob right that's that's exactly it so Juman says i believe every job is a stopping stone nobody wants to say stay in the same job without a growth opportunity yeah absolutely Juman. right hey look folks i i, I i'm definitely with you right every job i mean Juman here is, uh, brings up a great point every job is a stepping stone yeah absolutely but here's the deal folks if you're in, at an interview and they ask you why you want to uh, you know consider this position and you say well it's a stepping stone guess what you're not going to get the job right so that's the reality of the situation right so you got to be pragmatic and you got to think about things from the organization standpoint so Juman, definitely understand where you're coming from my friend and that's the case i mean that's the way i would see you know any job that i take up as well right it's a stepping stone in my career but that is not the organization's problem the organization doesn't care about you know all of that stuff you still have to communicate to the organization why this position at their company makes sense for you from a career standpoint so that it, they can make sense of investing in you to bring you on uh, for this project and for this opportunity all right so but a great point there Juman, right but but the fact is folks look you got to be realistic about how you're communicating these things to organizations right now i'm not saying lie or anything like that but if you're going to be telling if you're going to be uh, uh telling an organization yeah i'm interested in working for your company i'm interested in this position you have to explain why what's the motivation why is this position a good match for you right after you after you've gone over how amazing you are how much experience you have your knowledge your skills your expertise all that stuff hey that's great that's fantastic you already done that stuff that stuff is all good they're confident about you that's not the concern the co concern is not your knowledge your experience or your expertise at this point when you're being told you're qualified that is not the concern they they're sold on you probably but by the time they tell you you're, you're qualified they're sold on the fact that you have great experience and knowledge that is not the concern the concern now is what motivation do you have to stay and stick around for this for this project or for this position at least until they get their their return on investment that is the that is the real thing that you got to communicate right so uh vijay says hi dean pandemic is really painful for job seekers yeah i hey i i definitely definitely see that uh vijay totally understand that my friend i mean so many people are struggling right especially right now and and it's and see the thing is it's not just like one part of the world or anything like all of us are experiencing this so so vijay look i know it's tough right now my friend right i know a lot of job seekers are struggling and suffering right now but if there's one positive i can take take from this whole pandemic situation is this is one of those rare instances in human history where all of us are 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 brought much closer together because so much all of us are experiencing the same situation wherever we are in the world and i think in 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 some some strange way i, I don't want to say strange but uh, you know uh, while this is a tragedy i mean and, and so much unfortunate things are happening because of this i think in a strange way it has brought it has brought all of us much closer together uh, that's my belief in this that's the way at least that's that's how i'm coping with this whole situation right uh, that's how i'm seeing the positive side of this is that it's bringing all of us all over the world much closer together a lot of barriers have been dropped right in terms of location and all that stuff a lot of companies are much more open to considering people outside of their immediate city and outside of even sometimes outside of their immediate country or, or their their province or their state or, or whatever that stuff is so while it is difficult uh, vijay and i totally understand that uh folks let's uh, let's let's you know let's let's also see see the, the positive aspect of things and let's take advantage of the positive side of things as well and let's keeping keep taking steps and keep taking action that'll help all of us you know move ahead during this right uh, during this these times that we're in so look i know it's tough times right now folks but i want everyone to keep progressing and keep pushing through in your in their in their job search 
And you know what? All of us all over the world are, are experiencing very similar situations right now. And I think that's going to bring all of us closer together. All right. So, so I think that is the positive side of this, Vijay. But yeah, definitely some tough times. All right. So hope you're doing well, Vijay. Hope uh, you and your family are doing great. And happy new year and season's greetings to, uh, to you and your family. All right. Uh, Nitesh's uh, companies asked why you left the job. Yeah. So Nitesh, uh, this is another great question, right? Another great comment. And it's it's this it's pretty much the same thing, right? Uh, Nitesh, what they're looking for is the motivation. Like, why did you leave the previous job? Like, what is your motivation, right? And and what you want to do, Nitesh, is you want to you want to connect that motivation with with why the the opportunity at their company makes sense for you, right? And you gotta you gotta communicate that. Uh, and the reason why they're asking for this again, it comes down to motivation. Like, why did he leave that company? Because if he left, if the conditions that caused him to leave that that position at that company exist in our organization, then maybe this is not the right opportunity and maybe this is not the right candidate for us. That's really what they're looking into today. So, so again, just like I said for the previous uh, question, I think from, uh, who, who is it that asked that question? I think it was Kalpesh about why companies ask why you switch careers. Uh, same thing here in Nitesh, right? They're, they're looking for motivation and they want to make sure you have the right motivations uh, if they're going to consider you for the position with their company as well. So it comes down to motivation. Uh, what's important is not the fact that you left the company. They're more so looking for why, why you left the company. They're looking for, 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 uh, uh, they're looking for, uh, you know, motivations, right? In, uh, what made you want to move, uh, move or lead that company? That's what you got to be. Uh, uh, that's what they're looking for. Uh, right. So hope that helps. Uh, Samantha, good morning. Hey, Samantha, good to see you here. Hope you're doing fantastic. Good to see you on the live streams as well. I've noticed uh, you've been going live. Folks, you have, if you have an interest in, in data science, AI, uh, Samantha Glover is a great person to follow. So make sure you follow her. She puts a lot of great content in a very creative and unique way as well. That's what I like about Samantha's content. So make sure you check her out and follow her. And uh, she, she's got LinkedIn live as well. She, she started doing live streams as well, where she pretty much opened things up for, uh, you know, questions and, and all that stuff. Very, very, uh, very accessible, very informative, uh, and and you know, really great person to have uh, if you want to follow someone great. So thanks so much for tuning in, Samantha, and uh, great to see you doing your your sessions as well. Uh, so we got uh, so uh, hi, hi Dean, uh, great session, pretty good tips on how to handle the objection, definitely sharing with others. Sundas, oh awesome, awesome, good to see you here, Sundas. Thanks so much for that comment. Always great to see you here, and yeah, I hope that helps uh, everyone uh, in your network as well. Uh, so Vijay says overqualified should be taken as an advantage. Then why they deny even we are ready to apply that position as a job seeker? Will our explanation to hiring us even have more experience help us? Roles and responsibilities also plays a major game here. What's your opinion on this? Yeah, so Vijay, that's pretty much what I was talking about in this session. So maybe you joined in a little late, uh, Vijay. So watch the replay, right? I, I talked about how you can handle this uh, this whole overqualified situation, what the real issue is, and how you need to how you need to uh, you know deal with it. But uh, yeah, you kind of alluded to it. You want to focus on, you know, other aspects as to why the position makes sense for you, right? So I'm not going to go over the whole process again, Vijay. So watch the replay. I ex actually explain why, what the actual concern is and how you can handle it and what you need to focus on when you're trying to address this concern. All right. So, so great comment there. Uh, Kapish says, right. Awesome. Uh, Laura. Hey, Laura, good to see you here. Laura, Laura says organizations will cut, cut employees loose as the business need dictates candidates should remember this yeah i mean that's the reality of the situation folks right so laura brings up a good point uh it's it's very true right organizations right when it when it if you're when your role or your position no longer serves their business needs or their business interests or their project or whatnot don't don't get it twisted folks they will have to make some some decision and they, and they will cut people off right i know i've experienced this myself as an employee in the past past right 
they can talk about yeah we're like a family and this and that but ultimately it comes down to business decision folks i'm not being cynical here i'm not being you know negative or anything like that but that's the reality of the situation do not do not, do not get distracted by the smoke in your face right because laura brings up a great point when it serves an organization they will cut off people right as, as the business needs dictate so that's the reality of it so you always got to be looking out for yourself and your own needs and your own uh best interests of as self uh, as well right so great point here laura and thanks for tuning in good to see you here hope you're doing fantastic and happy holidays and and uh, seasons greetings and if you celebrate christmas laura merry christmas to you uh your family and your loved ones as well good to see you here uh someone says hiding i can i say something like i have looked at your company structure and i love how your company is diversified and with your new risk department it tells me your company is not just a support company i feel i can grow here note i was not i was not being inter interviewed for the risk department but i have experience in the it risk yeah i think this is a great response right so whoever wrote this i think this is a great uh, this is a great example of something you can mention as to why you're really considering the position and the opportunity right which is uh which is the structure of the company and this in itself makes the company unique in a sense which means that chances are you might not just up and leave just because you came across some positions that's more that's more senior because your motivation here appears to be the structure of the company the diversification sorry how diversified it is and specifically in relation to the risk department so this is a great example folks you got to be as specific as possible in terms of why you like this this particular opportunity and why you want to work for this company the more specific you are and the more you're able to better you're able to articulate that the stronger you're building the case as to why they should move ahead with you despite the fact that you might be a little bit you might have more experience than what's required for the position so whoever put this great example this is a great example of, of being very specific about why you feel uh you be uh, why why you feel this opportunity is great for you that'll help alleviate those concerns that the organization might have about you being you know overqualified all right so whoever wrote that shout out to them great example here uh kalpesh says thanks dean hey no worries uh kalpesh uh so custom says one of the major concern when i came across candidates who has lots of certifications worked on good projects i always think that if she she gets bored if she she gets bored i have to open the position again yeah custom so by the way folks so custom works in talent acquisition right so this is a real real life example right of what i was saying right so he has concerns uh, in this case that let's say you're someone who has a lot of certifications and uh, you know a lot worked on uh, you know many different types of projects maybe this is a valid concern right so costa is saying hey one of the concerns i have dean when i'm interviewing these kind of candidates is are they going to get bored right are they going to get bored if if uh, and then you know leave the company and then they had open up the position again so this is another reason why folks you got to mention you got to specifically mention what you like about the organization so that you can assure costa that hey you're not going to get bored right now maybe costa might not tell you this up front he might not say that that's the concern so even then you got to mention you got to explain to Costa why you like this position why this organization seems a good fit for you why what your motivations are and, and all of that stuff so so you got to make sure you're explaining that so that Costa knows you're not just going to up and leave you have you have some clear logical reasons as to why you feel this this opportunity is a great one for you right so great great comment there Costa thanks for sharing that and yeah definitely a valid concern right so uh we got Mina Mina says hi hey Mina nice to uh thanks for tuning in nice to see you here and uh okay so i guess uh, so thanks Dean i actually told them that in an interview but i was not selected yeah so look folks um so this whole process like i'm not saying it's 100% guaranteed every time you do it it's going to result in you getting the job so so this person i guess was the person who put that that other uh this other comment right about this great response you can have a great response folks and it's it still might not guarantee it right 
But the fact is, uh, so to this individual, so although you might not have been selected, at least you took the steps in in uh, potentially alleviating that concern, right? Uh, and and the more you do this, you the more you do this when you when you face this this whole overqualified objection. Hey, there will be companies out there that you will be able to change their minds, right? It's not going to happen with everyone, folks. Unfortunately, right? I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that this process, this method is going to work 100% of the time. Uh, just like this individual, right, who said that you know they tried that and they were not selected. Yeah, sometimes you're not going to get selected, folks, right? But the point is, at least you you made attempts to alleviate the actual real concern, versus them just thinking that you know yeah whatever, right? At least you're you're pinpointing the actual concern and at least you're you're addressing it. And eventually, the more you do this, and the more better you get at it, and then, and you know, the more organizations you meet, and then you know, some of them are going to say this whole overqualified thing. You will come across organizations where you actually address this, and you actually alleviate their concern, and, and you will actually be able to change their mind, and they're going to want to move ahead with you, right? I've seen this happen. I've, I've advised this to people. I've advised this to candidates, and they were able to turn turn the situation around, right? So yeah, for sure, it's not going to happen 100% all the time, folks. But well, the point is, you, if you're not addressing the concern, I guarantee it's not going to happen at all. Like you're going to have a zero percent chance of proceeding any further if you don't address the actual real concern. Right. So great point here. Not going to happen. Not going to be successful 100% of the time. But if you don't try this at all, it's definitely not going to be successful 100% of the time. But at least if you try, you're going to get those situations where you are able to turn the situation around and convince the hiring team as to why you know there is good reason for them to move ahead with you. Uh, so Vijay says, uh, uh, "Happy holidays, Dean. Thanks for sharing great knowledge, and I always wait for your live sessions. Your efforts give us positive vibes and knowledge. God bless. Merry Christmas. Oh, thanks so much, Vijay. I really appreciate that, my friend. Uh, God bless you as well. Right. Hope you and your family, your friends, your loved ones, all are doing well and keeping well and safe. And happy holidays, holidays to you as well. All right, folks. So looks like that's all the the comments for now. And again, if you haven't done so already, please make sure you like, share, and comment. Well, like and share because now that the session is over. But uh, thanks everyone for tuning in." And uh, for those of you celebrating Christmas, Merry Christmas! For uh, for the rest of you, Happy Holidays, Seasons Greetings. I will be going live, going live as usual next week, Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time Zone. So I'm still on my schedule. I'm gonna be right here because I know the job search does not stop for all of you, right? So I'm gonna be here to help you out. So every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time Zone. Make sure you tune in. I'm here to help you with the job search tips and advice. And uh, hope everybody has a fantastic holiday season. If if uh, you know if if you don't join in or whatnot. And uh, hope hope uh, this this advice was able to help you those of you who are experiencing this challenge uh, in your job search. And and for those, the rest of you, make sure you keep following me. I, I share a lot of job search tips and advice throughout the week, and and hope I'm able to help all of you in your job search. Right. So everyone have a fantastic uh, remainder of the week. Seasons greetings, happy holidays, happy new year, and merry Christmas. To those of you celebrating, everyone take care. All right. Bye.